You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hogger Liberty Podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. I am your host, Jeremiah Morrill, and as always, I'm joined by our co-host, the esteemed Dakota Davis. Uh, I am over here on your left, Jeremiah. On my left, indeed. And on my far left, we have Chase Payton, returning co-host on the sports desk. What up? Welcome back. And our show is about our lives in rural Indiana. It's a show about folks who are involved in politics. We promise that our episodes are going to be fun and an easy listen. We interview people who are influencers, elected officials, political experts, and folks that we just find interesting. On my right is Paul Fabric, a guy that we definitely find interesting, and the biggest booming voice we've ever had in the studio. Welcome, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate you having me. So Paul is the uh, the voice of the Bob and Tom show. You hear a little bit of work over there. If you've uh, ever bought a car in rural America, you probably heard his voice selling cars on a, on a commercial here and there. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of radio stuff, plenty of commercials, and the... The UFC. UFC. Some sort of a, a wrestling deal. Yeah. Kind of wrestling deal. Yeah. I like to roll around on the mat. <laughs> so, and uh, probably the, you're, you do some video game stuff too, right? I mean, just yeah, all some, over the place. Yeah, video game voices, a um, uh, lot of apps, uh, but, you know, by far Bob and Tom and UFC are my two biggest clients. The big time. Yeah. So what, uh, have you done video games? Like, do you do um, like a lot of, just a lot of them or... Not a lot of them. Um, and what, what a lot of Minecraft, I'm sure. Probably, yeah, just a lot of apps. I mean, my gosh, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting the new game right. on an app. So yeah. I do a lot of sounds and noises and things so like do you, that. But like whenever it comes to video games, are you voicing characters? Are you yeah. doing the commercials? Yeah. yeah, both, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Uh, the biggest, um, um, the Adventures of Van, the Adventures of Van Helsing. I was in 2, 3, plus the <laughs> add-on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. So we'll catch up with Paul along the way. The way these shows normally work is it's kind of conversational. Catch up on what's been happening for the cr- the crew here. Uh, we'll check in with uh, with Chase over on the sports desk. We've got the, uh, the Super Bowl coming up. We're going to talk to Paul, and then uh, we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive into a couple of things with the government. Uh, the government was shut down. Thankfully, it's back running now, I guess, or maybe we're not thankful for that. And then uh, <laughs> I visited the uh, the Indiana State House this week, so we're going to spend a little bit of time talking yeah. about that. To quote, uh, to quote, Mr. Rex Bell, government shutdown of 2018. We barely knew you. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was definitely less than we had the last time. Yeah, they're they're getting too good at cobbling it back together. Maybe we should. Uh, I mean, we can still remain hopeful for uh, February the eighth. I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's right. always a possibility. That could come falling apart again. That's correct. So uh, while the government was shut down, I. Uh, I took some time uh, over the weekend. Yeah, things and, are getting uh, pretty serious with you. I mean, it seems like you're going to go through with this whole wedding business now. Yeah, there's there have been deposits made on a lot of things. We're yeah. we're, <laughs> we're we're not getting those back. It's gonna we're definitely going to follow through now. Uh, yeah, so we uh, we went wedding band shopping. Didn't actually buy anything, but uh, I Chase, <clears throat> I, I'm going to give you advice now. Okay. 
I, we were going to go to like one or two department stores, uh-huh. and we went to the Muncie Mall. I went, we went to four department stores and three jewelry stores, and about I, it was, I looked at the clock and it was only like two and a half hours, but it felt like a nine. <laughs> I had no idea <laughs> we, how uh, taxing it was going to be. Okay. Audrey and Audrey and I went and got our wedding bands on Black Friday. Um, I did have, you wait in line for a doorbuster wedding band? No, it really wasn't. Like there was nobody <laughs> in there. We went to uh, the local Macy's. And uh, just walked in there, walked right up to the counter, found the ones that we wanted, and that was that. I mean, it was super simple. You were done in no time. But I will say another piece of information and a tip for uh, Mr. Chase Payton. Um, I have only worn my wedding band that I bought at uh, Macy's one time. It is a tungsten ring. It's very nice. But uh, I I ended up going to Quelo.com and buying a silicone wedding band. Um, it is dielectric. It has nice. a twenty five pound uh, a break limit. So if your finger ever gets caught in it, then it's not going to rip the skin <laughs> off your finger. And it is super lightweight, and I barely even know it's there. Plus, it's only also, the ladies notice it when they're trying yeah. to pick them up. It also See, kind of doubles as a fidget spinner because they just sit here and like squish it constantly. See, this is scary because Katie started bringing up wedding stuff today, and like we're not even engaged. <laughs> like I was just like, oh yeah, I, I'm surprised it took this long to be honest with you. He was like, so if we get married. When would you want to get married throughout the year? <laughs> so she could start depositing, uh, getting some venues ready for you. How much do you think it'll cost? You know, do you know what the best answer for that is? Whenever you want to, baby. <laughs> I just said whenever would be best for the honeymoon. Well, here's here's the thing. We went to uh, we went looking through all these stores, and there are there are things that were revealed to me that I never thought would be a problem or a thought in my life. We went to uh, the K Jewelers, uh-huh. and you sit down, and they, you know, oh my God, see, let me see the ring, and they want to clean it, so they've got you, they've got your ring, so you're not walking out, so they're cleaning your fiance's ring, and you're sitting there talking, and they, and they start to try to get you in their system. They're like, have you ever bought anything here before? Yeah, I've bought something at K Jewelers before. What? Well, Sarah looks at me, and mm. she knows she hasn't received anything from oh, K Jeweler before. Snap. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh dear God, there are so many ways this could go terribly wrong for Did a you, guy. Uh, because I'm thinking they're going to look me up in the system. They're going to be like, oh, that necklace you bought back in 2008. <laughs> How's that working out for you? And, you? and you, of course, would just respond with, well, it was a Mother's Day gift. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly See, what I was thinking. So you're like, oh, my God. There's so many, there are so many ways this would be fraught with trouble. If you're a guy that like has other girls, I would, I'm not smart enough to have known this or to have thought of this. But then as you look back on it, you're like, well, you, you can only go to K for one person, and then you got to go to you know Jared you, you got to go to Jared for the next one, and that because you don't want to have them cross reference. Oh, I mean, and we don't want to exclude our local jewelers here in town, Edwards Jewelers. Absolutely, Smith Jewelers. There's well. uh, there's a lot of options. Uh, we were going up just simply to to do the department store thing, and I don't think we've made. Well, like I said, we haven't made a final decision yet, so we have still got more shopping around to do. But uh, yeah, there was. It just brought up like a whole list of <laughs> horrors that you could get yourself into. It no, opened great. up a can of worms that you didn't even know existed. I didn't know existed, but uh, yeah, there's uh, yeah, you don't. It's one of those places where you almost want to go in and be anonymous because you don't want them to, to check back in on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like flower places that that mail you cards reminding you of somebody's birthday. Uh-huh. So I guess yeah. that you should always use a fake name and a stolen credit card. That's true. Yeah. Is that okay? I'll, I'll give your back. Right. I'll give yours back after I'm done with it. <laughs> so uh, that was Sunday. Saturday night, we went. Uh, Dakota and I, literally, I, I, my Sarah and the cousin Francis, we were going to go out and 
said, hey, we're going to go out to Montgomery's or whatever. And I shot Dakota a message and said, hey, there's a band playing at Montgomery's. We're going to go down there. And he texted me back and said, we're already there. Yep. We were already there. Where was my yeah. invite? was the first thing I needed to know. <laughs> hey, my invite came from my parents, so you're going to have to take that up with them. Oh, we yeah. didn't even... We I've didn't got even... about a uh, probably 12-line text back and forth from your dad. He said, hey, we're going to have four people. And then he was like, no, I'm sorry, it's eight. No, it's going to be six. Now there's nine. Now there's 12. Like, Just come on out, guys. Yeah. We'll take care yeah. of it. Come on down. And then I think that uh, he ended up ending the conversation after he found out how many people were going, and you had already reserved the tables. Yeah. Um, with, actually, there's only going to be the two of us. <laughs> yeah. And I go, what? And he goes, LOL, just kidding. <laughs> well, we showed up and just kind of stood by them and stood by the bar and watched the band. It worked out great for us. But uh, And then when Dakota and Audrey left, we just took their seats and hung out with his parents the rest of the night. <laughs> Paul kept the drinks coming, and it was a good time. So, yeah, you, I was amazed at the the crowd you guys get. It, the, the other day job for you is you're with Montgomery Steakhouse in Spiceland. Yeah. Home of the Libertarian Party of uh, Henry County's uh, meetings and our conventions. We, we throw yep. all kinds of business your way. You know, it's funny because I don't work Sundays normally. Right. And I know you guys have your meetings there. And it wasn't until one day I looked in the book and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what Dakota's having here. You guys have been coming there for <laughs> weeks. Yeah. And I didn't even know. Yep. So. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we generally try to go. We We were blindly scheduled ourselves for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, that and, was a horrible mistake. And I went to I went to uh I was setting up a Super Bowl party at my house that I'm having for a few close friends. And I was like, I already have a Facebook event that night. I need to text Dakota right now and let him know that yep. we've made a tragic mistake because nobody is gonna come. Yes, that is absolutely correct. I don't know we'll have quite I a thought, Super Bowl well, party. You know, well, well, nobody's going to come to our thing. Yeah. We'd be drowned <laughs> out with everybody bitching about the Patriots. That's how we could get more people to the to the the Libertarian Party of Henry County's meetings. Just hold it whenever all these different things are going on and market it. Hey, Libertarian Super go. Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> it's very plausible. So uh, the other big thing that happened this week is the uh, we made some decisions uh, for the studio going forward and for the, the podcast as, as a whole. We've struggled with uh with youtube and facebook interfacing and trying to get our videos up yeah yeah it was a it was a few weeks ago there was it was a uh, facebook was trying to do updates on uh helping their creators um and it ended up not helping us at all because we missed about three weeks of downloading things to youtube which are they're up there now but uh unfortunately everybody had to wait because uh our little loophole that we'd always use to download the videos ended up going away um, now they, Facebook actually has made it easier, but during that time we kind of decided, you know what, in case this ever happens again, we need something that is going to continuously work for we us. We need to be in control instead of, uh, yes. using a back door to get our video. Zuckerberg is not going to control Boss Hogwarts. <laughs> so, uh, we've, uh, started a kind of phase two of the crowdfunding. This studio exists because of, uh, the tremendous donations by a number of people. Uh, that same link still exists for the uh, the Boss Hog of Liberty GoFundMe. So if you go to GoFundMe.com and look up uh, Boss Hog of Liberty, we are raising money for a Mevo camera that we've actually already ordered. Uh, so please help us uh, help us cover that cost. <laughs> uh, and then uh, some additional sound equipment to try with some remote stuff because Dakota this week also yes, traveled to the, out to the uh, Henry County Council meeting. Yeah, we uh, in or- it was kind of a deal that we struck uh, between some of our donors, which uh, we – We'll list uh, we'll list a few names, uh, a couple of thank yous here, but um, uh, I we basically struck up an agreement. I would go and cover uh, the Henry County Council meeting uh, as Boss Hog of Liberty, um, do the live stream and everything, um, 
and a group of people who are against uh, the Memorial Park Board moving the Doughboy statue had a member of their group who was going to speak on behalf of them at the Henry County Council meeting. So they said, you know, we'll donate uh, money to your campaign to to fund your Mevo camera, and you go and do this for us. Absolutely, you know, no problem. Uh, happy to do it. And uh, went there, set up uh, right next to the Courier-Times reporter who also had a tripod with his camera. So I'm like, okay, well, this is where the media goes, you know. And had uh, my little $7 directional microphone hooked up to the um, iPhone. The iPhone has a horrible battery. And I took a <laughs> I took a 50-foot extension cord because I learned my lesson from the park board meeting. And uh, there is nowhere to plug in in there. Not at, media uh, friendly. Uh, yeah, absolutely shame, nowhere. shame Clay Morgan, shame. Yeah, so so with the uh with the extension cord and my and my surge protector, I had about 56 and a half feet um to to get power from anywhere. Surely that would be enough, right? I tried to warn you. Absolutely not. <laughs> and then uh so I had to wait in, uh until all of their usual business got finished and they were making their county appointments and voting on them. And I was like, I'll start the uh, start the live stream there. I started the live stream, and then come the comments, right? So I have people texting me, messaging me on Facebook. Uh, the comments are coming in on the live stream. We can't hear anything. Like, the audio is horrible. And it turns out my $7 directional microphone that I had bought off of Amazon. Works in no directions. Yes, it is absolutely horrible. $7. Yes. I don't even think it was worth that. I'm going to leave a very nasty review. On the Amazon account. You should just account. leave a link to the YouTube video. Right. Maybe so, you'll get some views off of it, too. So I've got my eyes on a... Uh, Good idea. On a, I'm uh, always a marketer, Paul. Absolutely. Yeah. I've got my eyes on a little recorder um, and a speaker or microphone system for the iPhone um, that's actually made by Zoom, the people who make our side recorder. And uh, it has... Very good reviews, but unfortunately, it is not $7, and it is more of $107. We need one of those long mics that you have to hold. Yeah, the, 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 the mic. I actually, I actually thought about that. I'll I was like, you know what? I'll just, uh, I'll just get another gonna be the tripod. Grip. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be the uh, full-service uh, house house uh, audio and video video crew for Henry County government. It's going to start moving in and gonna sign be, ourselves media that, passes. That almost might be worth paying for the boom mic because uh, having Chase Payton on camera while he's holding a boom mic over all the council members would be the greatest thing ever. I got to run him back and forth. <laughs> yeah. It's going to look like reality television. Just give me a media shirt. So uh, yeah. what you did record, and I wasn't expecting it, was uh, a county yeah. councilman Richard uh, Bouslog or Dick Bouslog announcing that uh, after 40 years on the Henry County Council, he's not seeking re-election. That's absolutely correct. So that was some breaking news nobody saw coming. He did. He made the announcement last night. Said, you know what? It's been a it's been a really good run. Um, my wife and I want to enjoy retirement more. This has gotten really busy. I've enjoyed the experience, but he said he has to he has to step down. So that's the district that I live in. And right. Four years ago, I was uh, I was the token opponent for uh, for Dick, and uh, I'm seriously thinking about maybe giving it a, a legitimate shot this time. Well, Not, uh, no, no final decisions yet, I, but the I, trial balloon has been launched. I think We're thinking. that it's my job as the county chairman to 100% try to convince you to do this. We're uh, we're thinking about it. All right. So we'll we'll plant the seed. We uh, we don't have to make any decisions today, but uh, it's entirely plausible that uh, we may make some more some more news on the on the boss hog front. Yeah. 
Speaking of uh, your involvement in politics, you took a trip to the state house this week. I did. I got to have lunch with uh, Representative Saunders on Tuesday with uh, with Purdue uh, Purdue School of Agriculture Group P Carrot. I uh, I'm a delegate for them uh, at the statewide level and then at the area level. So I uh, went over to the state house with uh, with uh, two or three uh, concerned uh, advocates for uh, for agriculture and. Uh, Purdue Extension on uh, on Tuesday with the Henry County Group, and we met with uh, Senator Leising over at the State House, and then uh, had talked uh, talked with Representative Saunders about a few things. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff going through the State House we'll in get, a little while. But we'll it was, get down uh, to it. But I did want to it was mention fun. that uh, Mr. Dan Webb, yes, he also went with you. Yeah, and so, uh, for those of you who do not know, in Henry County, if you go to a rural school such as you know. Uh, Try Junior Senior High School, Shenandoah, Shenandoah Blue River, Knightstown. They've yeah. all got FFA programs. All of those have huge FFA programs. I graduated from Tri High School. Um, part of um, this agriculture that they have uh, is soil judging. So what you will do if you are a part of the soil judging team, which I proudly was for two years in high school. This is this is the reason why Dakota Davis has a beard. I figured this out today, <laughs> that, yesterday. 100% correct. <laughs> it's an immaculate beard, too, it's, isn't it? It is phenomenal. Yep. Mr. Clay Morgan at MVP Barbershop trimmed it up today, and he did a fantastic job. Please continue. But uh, anyway, part of soil judging, they uh, they go out into a field, and uh, they take a backhoe, and they, they scoop out a, about a six-foot hole, and uh, you have a, if you are the soil judger, you will you will take a clipboard down there and you will write down your comments of the different layers of soil, how you you think that the soil would do uh, growing crops if you think that it needs to have field tile put in. You will you will document all of these things and uh, write write everything down, and uh, then the judges will judge you and see how correct you were. The way Dan makes it sound is you get some downtime at the end. Yeah, and one of the one of the very cool things about it, there are two very cool things about it. One, you get to carry a pocket knife. <laughs> that is yeah, really at a cool. school function. At a school function, you get to carry a pocket knife, and it's like this. Uh, it's like your lab testing, right? So you take a chunk of the dirt out with your pocket knife and like run it in your fingers. You know, very professional. The second really cool thing about it is you all go to the Smith Building afterwards in Memorial Park, and uh, basically for like three hours, like the rest of the school day, you're just all hanging out at at Memorial Park, <laughs> and it's awesome. So me and my mischievous friends. Um, decided that it would be really cool to throw rocks at ducks. Like, uh, mm. you know, you're a freshman in high school. Yeah, sure, it's a stupid sure. boy thing. So uh, poor ducks at Memorial Park. First yeah, they get bread, yeah. then kids throw rocks at them. Right. It's just a horrible situation to be a duck there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, w- I just happened to be walking back towards where the gravel was. And uh, apparently I got into the line of fire for the rock throwing and got <laughs> It was an accident. Yeah. I got blasted in the face by a rock and ended up having to get uh, two little stitches on my Is cheek. Is that the scar? Yeah. Oh, that's the scar up there. It's a, no yeah, kidding. Right it's, yeah. it's noticeable now. I, yeah, it was a big deal. We're going we're gonna to stop everything here. We, we need just take to get a, picture a picture of Dakota. Of this. Okay. Of this is the, right. the Dan Webb scar. What, this happened on his watch. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you make sure you show Mr. Dan Webb. Did you, uh, did you mention that I, uh, that I said something about him? Uh, yeah, I told Yeah, we were... Oh man, we were spe- speaking about the podcast on the ride over, and uh, Dan uh, Dan's like, I have a Dakota Davis story. So oh, yeah. yeah, so he actually but he thought remembered. it happened. He, oh, he told the story to me. <laughs> that, he remembers you very well. Okay, yeah, 
Did well, you, did maybe you I have a bit of a reputation, I wonder if sir. I'm the only soil judger that has ever had to have stitches. <laughs> that ever had blood drawn. Right? His, uh, your, he works with your mother, so he had to call her at work and have her leave and come by and take you yes. to the hospital. That is correct. <laughs> did you cry at all? I didn't cry. Uh-huh. I, I took it like a man. Real man uh, cry. No, there it is. One thing he's taken as a man. Real man getting a cry. rock in the face. <laughs> That's called toxic masculinity. If anybody <laughs> didn't know. Oh man! So uh, do you need to thank just as we're talking here, Brant Spicer of uh, Delaware County just send in twenty five dollars to the GoFundMe. That is so nice. We appreciate that very much. Uh, also need to thank Rex Bell, Mary Logan, and Mark Orr, and uh, Ken Clark, and Ken Clark for all of their contributions this week. So thank you guys very much for uh, putting us a little bit closer to the. Uh, Closer to the mark on getting this stuff paid for. That's awesome. Absolutely. And uh, Mary Hersey as well. I uh, I missed her before, but I will give her a thank you as well on the podcast here because she uh, yeah, she, she did some money as well. She donated three months she ago. She donated three months ago, and Dakota, <laughs> Dakota gets the notifications, and I apparently overlooked it. Uh, I totally missed it. And I think that we not only owe her a thank you, but also a sincere apology. It's true. Yeah, and she's not on Facebook. She's the uh, she listens to us because of the Twitter, and you know she follows us when we retweet stuff. Brilliant. So yeah, you never know where people are going to come from. Of course, we're syndicated live on Indiana Talks uh, Saturdays and Sundays at noon. You can listen to us on Indiana Talks on their network, and uh, of course you can stream us uh, iTunes and you know where, wherever your favorite podcasts are sold. I suppose, right? I just got a Twitter. Did you? Yeah, first time. Really? Sort of. Might tweet what's, you out. What's tonight? your Twitter handle? Chase at B H O L Sports Desk. Yes, I think it's just that Chase Payton. I don't know. I still okay. haven't really figured it out. We're gonna put you. We're gonna make you in charge of the official Twitter okay. f- Twitter handle for the show. <laughs> this is the way All it's right. gonna go down. All right. So Chase, well, now what we're talking to you? Yes. Super Bowl's coming up. It is. Are you gonna come to my party? Probably. All right. Are you going? I, I think so. I'm going. Well, I think right. we're going to go after. <laughs> if Dakota wasn't going to go. I don't think so. I don't know. I, right. I, I, well, nobody, else, nobody else said I like better's yeah. offered. So. I'm pretty sure that we're stopping by the Elks first. If, if you're an Elks member, then whenever you watch the Super Bowl, this year we're going to be rooting for uh, the uh, at the Elks party. We're gonna all Everybody's going to be rooting for the Eagles because we all hate the Patriots, right? So uh, Here and, we are at the, doing the sports update, and Dakota is stealing your thunder. Yeah, the guy that likes I, sports, I, zero. Well, taking your time. I think that I... Think that I, I this is very important because if you go to the Elks and every time that the Eagles score a touchdown, everybody gets a shot of Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill. Well, nice. Yeah. What's the offer down at Montgomery's? <laughs> I don't know if we can match that. Boone's Farm? Yeah. It might cost you like $18. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's pretty good. We'll have to come up with something. Yep. Yeah. You All should, right. uh, you should right. make Take it away. All right. Every time the Patriots score, you got to charge everybody yeah, five everybody, bucks. Yeah, everybody can get five bucks. Going. Anybody that claps when the Patriots scores pays five bucks to the bartender. That's right. All right. Patriots and Eagles are – Patriots are there again. It seems like they're there every year. Like every year. They so won last year. There's been Peyton Manning, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, and Tom Brady have represented the AFC every year for like since about 2000. Yeah. Like literally, I think the, the Ravens made remember. it once. But that's pretty much been the, the, been the quarterback. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm sure people, you know, want the Patriots to lose this year. I don't really care. I'm rooting for the Eagles. You know, people hate the Patriots just because they're big Colts fans. I'm a Bears fan. Don't really care. I actually like Tom Brady. He's the best ever. You can't deny it. There's no denying that at this point. (laughs) He's microphone three. We can turn that off now. (laughs) Bill Belichick's best coach ever. You know. So, there's a... 
There's a couple reasons why I don't think the Patriots are going to win this year, though. All right, I've got them listed, so I won't even forget. The reading of the reasons. (laughs) So, reason number one, the Madden cover curse. Who was the cover? Who was on the cover this year? Tom Brady was the cover this year. Was he? And almost every year, the person on the Madden cover, which is a football Football video game. Okay, thank you for clarifying. That. Yes, <laughs> forget Dakota knows nothing about anything. <laughs> he, he had this look at it on his nah, face. I had, he no just had no idea. Oh, yeah. uh, so, anyways, there's this football game. See, John Madden was this guy that coached football forever. Yes. He's, he I know who, Bowl, I know who John Madden is just for the. Well, he's Frank Caliendo. Yeah. He didn't even yeah. know him as. Yeah. yeah, he knew him as Frank Caliendo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, people usually end up on this cover. Have something terrible happen to them? Either they're they're Ooh. injured, or they just have a really bad year, or they turn into Peyton Hillis. Or they, yes, well, this hasn't happened to Tom Brady yet, so I think this is when it's going to happen. It's going to happen in the Super Bowl career-ending injury. I'm calling it right Steve now. Steve Young died. Wow. I mean, it's a bad yes. curse, <laughs> man. All right, number two, if the Vince Young's career illustrated ended. curse. I just learned about this one today. I Multiple guess. curses. Yes, two huh. that I know of so far. Does so, it? Does this go back to like Native American times? Are these Native American curses? I think before that. Oh my! Yeah, this is looking bad for Tom Brady all around. <laughs> Set it's in an stone. Egyptian curse. This is yeah. the most patriotic Super Bowl ever. Eagles is that part of the Ten Commandments? It is. Oh, I, I've read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I, I've never heard of this one before today. Apparently, Sports Illustrated has picked them to win the Super Bowl multiple years. I think it was like four to six, something like that, and they've only won it once. So that's a good sign. Um, another good sign. You is know the only two teams that have beaten the Patriots in the Super Bowl? The Giants. And? Man, I can't think of the other one. You really should. You really should, Bears fan. The Bears? The 85 Bears. No. I wasn't that born was, in 85. That was 85. That was 11 years before we were born. <laughs> that's your legendary I forgot, I'm like team. I'm 20 years older than you guys are. <laughs> what are you Listen, the only thing I know about that team was... They had the best defense ever. And Robert Perry, the fridge, man. The fridge. I have yeah. his jersey. He stole uh, He stole uh, Walter Payton's touchdown. That's true. See, he you was know really this upset about that. Walter yeah. Payton, noted IndyCar. Artist. I just couldn't. I didn't remember that they had played the Patriots that game. Nobody did. Walter they didn't Payton, look the man of the year award. That's right. The most coveted award in the NFL. Yep. That along with right. the Ed Block Courage Award. So Very good. Hey, hey. Reason number three. Go on. Nick Saban and Bill Belichick have never won a championship in the same year. I think the devil only has so much magic, and he's already spent it on Nick Saban this year. So it's not okay. going to happen. And I'm, I'm glad wow. to know that the devil only has so much magic. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think that makes me feel pretty safe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the last one is the Alshon Jeffrey thing. Alshon Jeffrey was a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears for several years. And he was my favorite player for a long time. And then he left us this past year because we didn't want to sign him, which I was very upset over. That's a pretty good reason to leave, though. Yeah. Where's yeah. Alshon Jeffrey play now? He plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. But before he left, he made this promise to, to everybody that we are going to win the Super Bowl next year. And the Bears didn't listen. Let him go. And now he's in the Whoa. Super Bowl. So was he saying he that had you signed me, we would win the Super Bowl? He just he was saying whoever I'm with yes. is going to win the Super Bowl. He never Bowl. specified who he would be mm. with. So here's here's a cool one for you. The head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles is Doug Peterson. Yes, he was a quarterback in the NFL. You remember Doug mm-hmm. Peterson, probably Paul. 
Doug uh, played, he was a, kind of a journeyman. He played a lot of different places. In 2000, he played for the Cleveland Browns, and he, he won against the New England Patriots, coached by Coach Bill Belichick in his first year with the, with the, nice. with the Patriots. Belichick's been there so long that the guy that beat him at quarterback has now risen through the ranks of coaching, <laughs> and he is the head coach of the team he's facing. So will all this matter? Probably not. New England's probably going to win. <laughs> but so I like to hope. This is a, this is my question for you, Chase. <clears throat> yes, and it is on it is on the uh, the show notes that I prepared. Okay, I want to know as a person who's uneducated in the world of football, I am seeing all kinds of stuff on my Facebook feed talking about how the games are rigged. I see all kinds of videos of the referees celebrating uh, with uh, Tom Brady. Um, I see all these face these fake text messages between Tom Brady and the ref. Is it is it rigged? I think it might be. You really think so? Possibly. I don't know. It's tough, man. The uh, if there's any team the NFL hates, it's probably the Patriots. Like legitimately, like the, the like, absolutely yeah the the, the absolutely. league has penalized them. The the, the Patriots have been caught cheating multiple ways with the, the videotaping and the soft footballs and all of these things. The NFL's probably not doing them any favors, but at the same time, they do get the whistles because it's like having LeBron James. It's like LeBron James now or LeBron back James. in the day with Kobe <laughs> or, or the New York Knicks versus the Pacers. It's the same Absolutely. stuff where the absolute studs get the calls. And hmm. that's what happened at the end of the half, The you know, yeah. where the Jags gave their game. While, uh, while we were talking about football, I do want to talk about something that I heard on the Ben Shapiro show yesterday. Oh, So yesterday was the, uh, the 24th, and this is what he had to say. Um... He was talking about how basically the NFL just uh, screwed itself. So uh, we, we've seen all of the uh, we've we've seen everything on Facebook about you know the players kneeling during the national anthem, um, and it's making everybody mad. Uh, NFL ratings are basically tanked right now. This is like the lowest uh, year that they've had in forever. Um, and uh, apparently, AMVETS, which is a veterans organization, decided that they were going to. Uh, it, it wasn't actually a video. It was just going to be a graphic that was going to play. During the Super Bowl, it was just uh, one picture that they were going to show for a few seconds, um, which, by the way, was going to cost Anvets thirty thousand dollars. That's all, just for the <laughs> well, just for a picture. Uh, that's dirt that cheap for Super Bowl advertising. Thirty thousand um, dollars, which is re- reported by the uh, the Associated Press. But uh, anyway, so Anvets decided to make this uh, this graphic, which was uh, the American flag. Um, it had uh, people standing with their hands over their hearts, and it said, "Please stand for the flag," right? Which please I mean, stand. yeah, yep. yeah, please stand. Yeah, that's all it said. That's it all it said. said. Hashtag please stand. Please stand. And uh, the NFL decided to to shut them down. So they don't want the controversy. Yeah, they they it's don't not want worth the your thirty grand. <sighs> so, uh, which is uh, just absolutely crazy to me. Um, uh, basically, Amvets just came back and said, "You know what? That's fine. Um, we." We wanted to make this statement because all all of our members fought and many of them died uh, for the players to have their rights for free speech, right? Absolutely. They, they made that statement, and I think that's something that we can all agree with. Yes, that's that's one of the pinnacle things about America. Um, they said, however, we would like to reciprocate our feelings and uh, basically got shot down. And I think that uh, I agree with Mr. Shapiro and when he says that they really just screwed themselves over. That is a lose-lose situation for the yeah, NFL, yeah, in my I agree. opinion. I mean, so basically, you know, if if I'm the NFL, if it, basically any business, do I want to uh, – would I rather piss off the customer? 
right. or would I rather piss off the employee? Sure. And and when all this kneeling started, if you recall, there were um, a very large chain of restaurants that sell a lot of buffalo wings yeah. decided to <laughs> mute the TVs when the national anthem came on just right. so that there wouldn't be any discussion about it. And, of course, they got flack for that. You can't you can't uh, you can't comment either way. You're going to get you yourself can. in trouble. That's right. Paul uh, or not Paul. Uh, Papa John isn't on right. the board of directors anymore it's because true. of what happened. Absolutely. With yeah. his commentary. I don't think it's going to hurt him. I mean, you don't? at this point, like, all the people that are going to be offended by that aren't watching anyways. Right. Yeah. So, like, well, me, like, I don't do you agree think anybody, with everything they're doing. But, but I feel, I feel like watch. some people who uh, who maybe they they were doing the NFL boycott uh, during the season would, would be like, okay, well, uh, all of my family has always gotten together. We've always cooked food right. and, you know, had a good time, drank beer, and watched the Super Bowl. And uh, do you think that that's... And then, and now all this does is bring it, rehashes it, brings yeah. it all back up again. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that uh, Cade Coger, another co-host on the show, uh, um, brought up this week is that um, whether you agree or not with the uh, with the protest that's going on, whether you agree with the protest, how they're doing it, anything, obviously it's being effective because we're still having conversation about it. Well, ratings are, ratings are down. I mean, there's a number of reasons that it has been somewhat effective. But I think the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl isn't a football game. It's an event. Yeah. Right. It doesn't. It's almost a holiday, basically. Yeah. I literally have the Monday off as a corporate holiday. Yeah. I never dreamed that day would happen, but Monday is off for a number of reasons for us. But Monday, don't call me because I can stay out late <laughs> Sunday night and uh, I'm not going to be selling rebar. <clears throat> so we'll get with you on Tuesday. You guys are too young to remember you guys remember the XFL? Of, I do, of course. Yeah. XFL. Okay. That's what, do you uh, hear the latest news? One of our, one oh, of our live shows. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing it back. It's the coming back. sports guy might be bringing it up. We were talking about it all day today. Actually, really? it just yeah. popped up on our on our uh, live stream here. Brantley Spicer just said, now we're getting the XFL back. That's I right. have no idea what the XFL is. The XFL was the WWF's uh, Vince McMahon, the yeah. owner of the uh, of that the, rest, the wrestling league. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he started a pro football league. Oh, okay. And they had eight teams, and they had one season, and uh, they were edgier. They were half owned by the by NBC. They didn't have the rules of protected quarterbacks. Uh, nowhere close to you know. At this point in two thousand one, the NFL was a little bit protective, but the, at this point, you can't touch somebody's head, right? Yeah. The the hit that Rob Gronkowski had on him in the uh, second quarter of the AFC Championship game would have been nothing. Was yeah. encouraged yes. in the XFL, absolutely. Uh, so Jeff Brom, the head coach of Purdue University, now he was a quarterback for uh, for one of those teams. He tweeted to uh, McMahon today saying, "Hey man, I still got an arm. Let's go." <laughs> Forty six years old, and he get, he he was hurt for like th- half the season is the, for the one year they existed because he got a concussion that was so bad. Well, well, Vince, I guess Vince, uh... Vince McMahon plans to bring it back twenty twenty, eight teams, and without looking, who do you think they want to be the face of the XFL? Oh, I got that one. Yeah, we'll let uh, somebody else answer that one. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Oh, Johnny Manziel. There you go. You got it. Johnny Foosball. I so like he'll that. have a year up in uh, Canada. That's, Maybe yeah, two. Yeah. Pat McAfee says back. he wants a team. He wants to be an owner. He yeah. wants to be an owner in I Indianapolis. Just started listening oh, to that podcast. Would be cool. Oh, really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, I'm hoping to do some work for them too. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> really cool. He's just a cool guy. 
Yeah, Barstool has done a hell of a job getting, yeah, they're, uh, getting they're reach. Up, man. Their videos, people that you wouldn't think are going to see their stuff, their content's getting shared all over the place. They're doing very well for themselves. So, Paul, speaking about your work, uh, you once, whenever we uh, do these shows, we set them up in a uh, Facebook Messenger group. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sent us a little bio about yourself. Uh, yeah. The first thing I noticed on that was that you said you worked for Disney. Yeah. The year after I graduated... Well, let's back up. When I was in high school, I, um, I played piano in our jazz band. And uh, we got the opportunity my senior year to perform uh, at Walt Disney World. Oh. Now, you can imagine 17 years old yeah. going to Walt Disney World with all your friends and stuff. And it was just, it was a dream. Of course, at I that thought. time, you could drink at 16. Yeah. There were no alcohol laws back in 87. Or 88, whatever it was. That seems unreal um, to me. But no, I thought it was it, it was just a, everybody that worked there were with within a couple of years of our age, mm-hmm. and I thought, man, what a great place to work. And um, several of us, I think half of our town ended up moving down there, and I uh, worked for the Walt Disney Company for five years. It was a oh, great that's job. That's really cool. It's definitely for the young. <laughs> definitely for the young. So what did you, uh, what did you end up? I worked at. Were you going to say what was my job? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I worked for the Walt Disney Company um, in Epcot Center. And um, at World Showcase, I was a boat pilot most of the time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Crossing the, crossing the uh, not, not bringing people in, but you're bringing people across. So you'd go from Germany to, yeah, to China World Showcase or something. Lagoon. You yep. got it. Yep. So it was uh, actually Canada to France and uh, uh, Mexico to Germany. And there we Very go. Very good. Now, speaking of. Can you uh, name all the pavilions? Oh man, there's Mexico, the UK, the USA. Oh, you got to do them in order. Oh my God, I can't. Do it. I've, been there two, I've been there two times in my life, Paul. It's a great place. It's uh, it starts about, uh, starting from the right hand side. I think there's uh, China and Canada are the first couple, and then you get to the very top, and it's the USA and the UK is right next to it. And then there's uh, there's probably a Nordic country up there. Norway. Yeah, Nor- Norway. Mexico, 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 Norway, China, Germany, Iceland Italy, has one. Does Japan, Iceland have one? France, United Kingdom, and Canada. Canada. Okay. Oh man. Morocco. I Morocco. forgot Morocco. There we go. Yeah. Paul Fabric knows his stuff. Is Morocco Europe or Africa, Dakota? Uh, I'm going to say Africa. Very good. It's Northern Africa. Congratulations. Right, you win go. nothing. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Man, that's a shame. <laughs> e for effort. That is a shame. That's right. It's like across the way from uh, from France, but it's Africa. So we talked about your voiceover company, Paul. Mm. Um, and doing all your stuff, Bob and Tom, UFC, everything like that. But uh, kind of connected to that, obviously you have a great radio voice, but uh, on your eyes say that you're on the advisory board for the radio and broadcast division of the Newcastle Career Center. Yeah, um, Mike York, awesome guy. He runs uh, 90.7 WKPW. Uh, he is the director for the radio and broadcast. He asked me a couple years ago to serve on the advisory board. And I didn't know what that meant, but I said, absolutely, I'd love to. And uh, we get together a couple times a year. We have a meeting. We go over our agenda. We talk to the students, or, or he deals with the students on a daily basis. Right. And then he brings the agenda to us, you know, if they want to enter any competitions, any equipment we need, um, what the curriculum should be, if there's there should be any changes. And, um, you know, I was thrilled to be on the board and even more thrilled because actually some of the work that I got from the Bob and Tom show came from one of the other members because on our board, it's, uh, Mike, myself, um, Brian Casey from Wolf Boom, 
uh, Matt Pelser from all, X, not X103 anymore. It's Alt 103. Yeah. Um, Todd Violet from X, Alt 103. And um, Alan Johnson, who is the, he runs uh, Bob and Tom's recording studio, the Static Shack. Okay. Cool. So a lot of where people they do oh, their music recording. Yeah. 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 I mean, he, you know, and Alan, he's a, he's a legend in the recording business um, in central Indiana. He's recorded everybody, Kid Rock, the Eagles, you name wow. it. And by far, I'm the youngest guy in the group. And so, you know, after we get done our agenda and we have our dinner, it's, you know, sit and listen to stories. And it's just, it's just amazing. I just sit back and listen to these guys, you know, talk about, you know, recording people and, you know, stories and, you know, just spending time with these people, yeah, I bet you know, these famous awesome. people and these mu- musicians. And it's, it's pretty incredible. And of course, uh, Drew and I, we've, um, uh, you know, have our connection there. And, um, you know, he said, Hey, would you be interested in doing some work for the Bob and Tom show? And I'm like, of course, what the, <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Why, Why are you, you even, even asking ask? me that? Put a script in front of me and give it to me, you know? Yeah. And, um, so, you know, he sends me a couple sheets now and then uh, a lot of the work is for, um, the Bob and Tom app. And whenever they go on vacation and uh, they're doing the best of the Bob and Tom show, it's a lot of that stuff. So, so that's a that's a Paul Fabric's voice that you hear. You're listening to the best of the Bob and Tom You're show. You're listening to the best of the Bob and Tom show. Oh, exactly. Of course, the See, Weird I Libertarians listen. Committee yeah. has a strong affiliation with the Bob and Tom show. And we thank our syndicator, Chris Spengel, very yes. much for the uh, <laughs> for the resources. <clears throat> but the, uh, you know, the advisory board uh, for the career. Uh, let's be honest, guys. The Career Center is one of the best things. This area oh, has absolutely. They have that would be seventeen or eighteen programs that are are top shelf. They're yeah. second to none to any right. others that I've read about. And that's uh, that was one of the pinnacles. Uh, whenever I think it was it was episode thirty nine or thirty eight. Whenever we talked about the uh, GOP's new platform and the uh, state of the state address that Governor Holcomb did, and that was kind of one of the things that he brought up was uh, trying to get uh, more vocational training. More training uh, for technical skills inside of uh, schools all across the state, and uh, of course here in uh, Henry County, we have uh, all of our students have the awesome opportunity to get involved with that. Um, I went through it myself whenever mm-hmm. I was in high school. I did the building trades program, so we actually two years of high school, we went out and constructed homes, like like nice homes, and we yep. did everything from the ground up, and yep. uh, had an open house at the end of the year. Um, my teacher um, was lucky enough to set me up with a, a job shadow opportunity for a contractor in the electrical union. I everything that has built my life to where it is today came started with that from Absolutely. the vocational yeah. school. And yeah. the kids in your program, they get a first-class radio station. Oh, absolutely. They program and operate a country and western radio station at Nightstown. Well, actually, 90.7 WKPW is a classic rock station. Oh, really? Now, oh, yeah. it used to be. Um, Mike changed the uh, format uh, several years ago, but um, they also have an internet, internet-based um, country station. Um, it doesn't have call signs. or It's still WKPW. It's just on a different, um, different side of the... Uh, the board, if you will. It's on the uh, um, digital side. Yeah, it's on the digital <laughs> side, absolutely. But if you've never been over there, there is not a commercial radio station in this country that wouldn't salivate to walk into what he's done over there. That's As a awesome. matter of fact, next Thursday is the open house for the radio uh, and broadcast. Um, just come in, check out the studio. Uh, 
it's, dear, it's near and dear to my heart anyway, but especially this year because my son's a senior and he's in radio and broadcast. I think he's, he may follow in my footsteps. I don't know. Um, Is he looking at Ball State for the uh, their their program? Possibly, yeah. yeah that's a wise Them move. Or Vincennes. I mean, that's the the closest ties that the um, uh, radio and broadcast has. Um, but they have a phenomenal studio. It's unbelievable. That's awesome. Any, anything any kid could ever dream of over there. So Dakota visited the uh, our dear leader Chris Spengel's home studio, and that's what this came from. If we let mm-hmm. Dakota in there, I don't know what Audrey's going to do to him. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you guys really should, and anybody out there watching, uh, next Thursday, uh, I think it's from six to eight, if I'm not um, mistaken. Off the double check. I don't know. Go if, over if to I go, town. We're really going to have to step up the GoFundMe game. You got to go <laughs> check it out. <laughs> we hey, might talk to, to Mike. He might have some stuff laying around. Yeah, we yeah, may have to request a so private tour. Absolutely. We will be live on the air with Mark Rutherford, an LPIN Secretary of State candidate, yeah. uh, nice. from seven to nine thirty or so on on Thursday night. Yep, Thursday's recording night around these parts. Oh, it is Thursday. It, it is. is. It oh, is. Sorry, I'm not trying to drag anybody. <laughs> that's away. all right. We're going to request a private tour. That's the way. This is the way it's going to go down. We'll send Chase out. All right. I have to say two things. First, my sister texted and said, "Hey, you guys all look like uh, lumberjacks." <laughs> She's never watched a show before. You, you wore the uniform. Yeah. Uh, my brother, who uh, just retired from the Marine Corps after 32 years a couple years ago, said, "Hey, from North Carolina," and. Um, buddy of mine and i know you're a fan too because we were talking about it we've kind of skipped it over on sports i can't stand the new england patriots i'll make that proclamation right now because okay. i'm a buffalo bills fan that's fine that's right they're my they're my girlfriend team being here being here since i was uh 10 years old i became mm-hmm. a colts fan but uh, i lived in buffalo in in new york and you know western new york and northern new york that's bill's country and I watched them as a little boy lose four Super Bowls in yeah. a row. Uh, so did I. Hey, yeah. I, I wasn't of, a little boy. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for Bills fans. They're crazy. Yeah. Uh, Donnie, Morrill, <laughs> uh, Donnie Morrill is still probably watching from uh, from Florida, and he is uh, he is the Bills fan of That's the awesome. uh, of the Boss yeah. Boss Hog Network. So yeah. all right, so, so we got uh, we got that. How did you get hooked up with the, uh, the with the UFC? How'd that part come along? I've been trying for years to get in with them. I got an audition a couple years ago, and. Um, uh, just nailed it, I guess. I mean, they sent it out to, I think it was 178 guys and, um, through a third party and you can see, you know, who's, who's auditioning. And as the auditions drop off and the first one was uh UFC 197. So that was, uh, two and a half years ago. Actually, I think I'm coming up on three years. Very cool. And usually, awesome. you know, the guys, uh, that, um, uh, do the UFC commercial. I'm not the only one, by the way. I mean, there's, I think there's four of us. Um, some guys do the national spots, some guys do, um, media, some guys do, um, I do a lot of, um, FS1, uh, as well as, uh, the Facebook, Twitter, um, foreign countries, as well as, um, uh, your satellite radio, Sirius XM, stuff like that. So oh, cool. And you do yeah. this from a home studio as well, right? Yeah, You've got I, your own recorder at home. Yeah, and you... This room is about 10 times bigger than my booth. <laughs> I have a booth. Yeah. They email me the scripts, I record them, send them back, and you know, lately the names have been getting a little difficult, so um, <laughs> they have to put me in touch with the person, and sometimes I can, really can't understand what they're saying, so All right, it takes I, a lot of takes sometimes. I also have down here that you are the CEO of PRCR PR Industries, in. That's and right. you are the inventor of the ages. I don't know of the ages, <laughs> but um, let me ask you guys something. How many times have you had an idea, and... A year, two, five, whatever years later. I know you guys are only like 12, right? How are you? 
Well, you, uh, so you know what I'm saying. So Chase, Chase and Dakota were right, 22. Right, so you guys have an idea, and then years later yes. you see someone, you're like, man, I thought about that. Yeah. Well, I've got a whole book of things like that, <laughs> and everybody does. Um, so my my uh, brothers and myself and my sister, so PRCR stands for uh, uh, Paul, Ron, Calvin, Rachel. So that's my brothers and sisters. And um, we're taking these things that we have thought of and filing for patents. See what shakes out in the end. I entered one at the, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank, can't think of it. Yeah, entered you the were, competition yeah, in Muncie. Uh, yeah, you were telling Muncie. me about yeah, that. Yeah, and I got third place. Ago. It was, oh, cool. it was, pretty, I was awesome. like, okay, it validated that I actually had an idea that didn't suck. <laughs> you know, it was actually a pretty good idea. Um, so we'll move the pro- to the production phase whenever we get the patent, and you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see yeah. where it goes. You've told me about a couple of the of these inventions of the uh, the thoughts that you've had um, just over the course of time that I've mm-hmm. known sure. you. You've been friends with my dad for a while, and uh, some of them are like, like, holy crap! How has no one thought of that hey, yet? Absolutely, like, yeah. And I'm sure that there's some, probably some. A multitude of people that have thought about it, but they and haven't. As, as soon as you uh, start production, they're going to be like, "You oh, got it, absolutely." Man. And 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 everybody's like that. I'm, I'm oh, not yeah. the only one that yeah. has had this idea, but we're going to be the only ones to take it to market. We, yeah, if one we, of my we favorite shows is Shark Tank. I watch that uh, for hours. That we watch it religiously. <sighs> yes, so yeah. good. It is. Uh, I love Mark Cuban on that show. Yeah, oh, me so too. Yeah, he is by far the best one. I think. Yep. I've become a Dallas Maverick fan Except, because uh, of him. The Dallas Mavericks, Dakota, are a basketball I, team. From well, I know that. <laughs> I know that. Because of Shark Only Tank. because of Shark Tank. <laughs> when I was a child, Dale Harris coached the Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Now Rick Carlisle, former Indiana Pacers head coach. Anyway, Rick Carlisle's been around a few places. He also was. Uh, he won a championship, I think, in uh, in Detroit. Anyway, Dakota, the government was shut down, and you're in charge. The government was shut down. So, for, uh, for Micah Haynes' birthday, he, he said, yeah. thank you, you know me just right, you shut down the government. Yeah. Micah Haynes is our libertarian friend uh, from Vincennes, Indiana, libertarian party of uh, whatever county that is out there, <laughs> who only God knows, honestly. Uh, but he said uh, somebody was praying and the government got shut down for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, Unfortunately, it didn't last. They didn't pray no. hard enough and it's back open. No, it didn't. It's like so, when uh, Tom Petty died and then we prayed enough and he came back to life for a couple <laughs> hours, but yeah, then right. he died again. <laughs> Our thoughts and prayers what, worked one time. Is that what's going to happen February 8th? Me? I, I don't know. See, uh, so basically what we have on here is uh, uh, the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Um, he basically said that they were going to schedule – they scheduled the vote um, on on Monday. The uh, government shut down on Sunday. So the, the government was only shut down for 69 hours. Can we uh, – <laughs> Weird number. Let to send that to Chick over at Bob and Tom Show. Yes, I love it. Him and Josh yeah. Arnold will love it. So uh, basically, he came up with a plan Monday. They uh, they made the vote. Uh, he he promised to try to reach an immigration deal with uh, uh, Chuck Schumer, which is the the Senate Minority Leader. Um, they are going to fund the government through February eighth. Now, Chuck Schumer basically. Has vowed and uh, and said that we are Amy Schumer's uncle. By the way, <laughs> he said we are Kid, not. not kidding. That's not true. Not kidding. Really? Are, you are you serious? I swear to God, that is true. No. I'm looking that. Look up it right up right now. now. It is now, God's honest truth. To, you have to look that up. Okay, but anyway, Chuck <laughs> he must Schumer. Be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Maybe Schumer said, she might be embarrassed by him, Paul. Oh, he did shut down a whole government. Could be. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, he did. Uh, she shut down a couple guys on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dakota. Please continue. So uh, basically, Chuck Schumer said, "There's no way that the government's going to shut down. Um, we, uh, the American public, doesn't not like it whenever the government is shut down, obviously, and we didn't get anything out of it." Which is kind of one of the things that I wanted to talk about with this is uh, the the Democrat the Democrats had this plan, right? The government shut down was leverage. We you know if if you don't give us what we want, then we're going to shut the government down. So a lot of uh, a lot of times we've been uh, we've been seeing on Facebook um, all kinds of debates, right? So the uh, the Republicans are blaming the Democrats. The Democrats on Facebook are blaming the Republicans. The the Democrats in the Senate in the United States Senate, uh, the Chuck Schumer, he's they're basically like, yeah, we shut the government down. Like, what are you going to do? Um, that was their that was their entire game plan. Um, that was their leverage about trying to get funding to get a DACA to be expanded, right? Um, so they didn't get anything out of this. Like it it ended up that uh, they ended up calling it. Um, uh, they had uh, prospective hope is what they was what they said came out of the government shutdown. So basically, the uh, the Democrats are trying to tie the funding of the government to the specific issue of immigration Correct. and the what they call the dreamers and the people there have been here in their path to citizenship and right. a number of different immigration issues. Yeah, close to close to eight hundred thousand people are affected by uh, by the DACA issue, or the, there's about eight hundred thousand dreamers across the nation. So dreamers, if you don't know, are actually children of illegal immigrants who uh, either came here at a really young age or were born here in the United States. Um, and the Obama administration ended up offering them uh, sanctuary and uh, said, you know, you can get jobs here. You can work in the United States. You can become a productive citizen. And that was only for two years, which is why we're at the impasse that we are now. So uh, Somebody we talk about quite a bit on the show is uh, Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, through his official Facebook page, he re- released about a 13-minute video, and he literally says, hey, I'm going to go school uh, schoolhouse rock on you guys. And he draws out why the government got shut down, and basically it's because the Congress has just ignored their responsibilities. If they had passed these individual funding bills like they should have starting about last September, yeah. you've got like 13 different bills that fund portions of the government, and instead they never get them done. They don't get pa- They might pass the House, but they won't pass the Senate or the other way around. So they don't get done, and then they just come up with a uh, an, what they call an omnibus, which is where they just roll them all in together, and we do these yep. extensions. So then somebody gets to hold it hostage because sure. you've got these tight numbers. So he, what he's saying is, hey, we could have probably passed about eight of these things and gotten yep. through, and then it's just going to look like Schumer's an absolute idiot because he's holding up the EPA funding and yep. maybe two or three other things. Right. But instead, the, it, you know. It, as much as you want to blame the Democrats for this thing, you also have to blame the, the Republicans as well for not right. pushing it's, through it's the other totally issues. It's totally a bipartisan issue because they didn't um, – you know, whenever whenever uh, the Republicans realized, the Republicans in the Senate realized, hey, you know, Chuck Schumer is going to be holding these things hostage and threatening government shutdown if we don't do something – that should have been okay. We need to we need to come up with a uh, some kind of a bipartisan agreement so that the government doesn't get shut down. Right. Like we need to do our jobs. Like that yeah. that is uh, that is basically point A. Nobody did their jobs, and the government got shut down in in effect of it. And uh, speaking, we we talked about Disney World earlier, well, in Disneyland in uh, in Anaheim, California, there were about uh, thirty. Uh, dreamers, 
who decided to hold a protest at uh, at at Disneyland uh, outside of one of the entrance gates. About 30 of them decided that they were going to block and chant and protest uh, the uh, government shutdown and try to get funding again. Um, which, uh, as Ben Shapiro on today's show brought up, is... He's going to start charging you to use his likeness. I, I think so. Like, and I hope so, because if, if if I can use his name enough and he becomes aware of it, then maybe we'll get him in the fourth chair one day. Like, that would be, that's a, the ultimate goal here. But basically, Ben was like, this is, a, this is actually quite ironic, because uh, Disneyland is surrounded by walls. You have to uh, pay to get in, uh, and you have to be uh, you have to be accepted in through a rigorous screening process. That's right. Uh, it's a, it, I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, do they have the TSA working down there, or is it private security? Yeah, see, I think that's private security. That's I the. Uh, I can tell you, when I worked there, it was <coughs> it was pretty loose. I have since. I still have friends that work down there, and I've taken some trips down there, and um, even back in the eighties, because you have to keep in mind, I think it was. Uh, I was working there my first summer whenever um, Operation Desert Shield took off. Oh, and then all of a sudden, oh. there was security. And it was guys that you knew, but they were playing clothes and stuff yeah. like that. But the security there is, you would never know it's there. I mean, it's almost like the secrets. Well, you know if the Secret Service is there, but <laughs> it's like the CIA. Yeah. Disney yeah. does. They don't I mean, want to make you gosh, feel uncomfortable. You they, is there anything? It's they not take like everybody a, in the world there. The last thing they need is some bad press. It's like an Amazon Go store where they're yeah. where they're watching, but you have no idea. Absolutely. Hmm. Or it's it's not like the Russian spy ship that was that yeah, was halted that was off caught. the coast. Yeah, that was the <laughs> horrible spies the Russians. I tell you. But okay, back to the government shutdown. So uh, I guess that there was a, on Sunday night a bipartisan group of. Uh, more than 20 senators uh, met in t- met in the day and ended up going to uh, Mr. Schumer and Mr. McConnell and uh, giving them a bunch of ideas. Um, that has been pretty secretive. There hasn't been a lot of uh, there hasn't been a lot coming out about what you know what what they talked about in this meeting. What they ended up telling Mr. McConnell and Mr. Schumer, uh, nothing's really come out about it. All we know is that. Uh, Chuck Schumer was very disappointed in how the public reacted to the government shutdown. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, basically, it uh, it began on Saturday and it uh, it ended on Monday, and they've they're now funding the government through February eighth. Um, but the the uh, the deal to get it back up and running was that McConnell said that um, he is willing to work with. Uh, with uh, legislators and try to uh, prevent the deportation of undocumented in- immigrants, um, and uh, that has been a huge goal for the Democrats through all of their uh, through all their spending fight in this. So, uh, if an immigration deal, which w- would also include border security, according to Mr. McConnell, cannot be reached by February eighth, then he promised uh, to take up the issue right after that. <laughs> Uh, right after that. Right, immediately <laughs> after. Right after he gets his next no, We're going to get it. If we don't get it February 8th, we're going to get it sometime. How often does the government shutdown like this happen? Oh, my God. It's been it about seems... four years since it happened yeah. last time. And it was. this is probably the third or fourth time since the mid-90s. I know yeah, when okay. Newt Gingrich was elected, oh, yeah. uh, it happened. The Democrats ran Congress for, except for a tiny bit of time in the 80s. They pretty much ran Congress through 60s, 70s, 80s. And then in 1994, the Republicans mm-hmm had a wave and took over. And then since that time, it's been pretty well evenly balanced. Okay. Um, 
But since the advent of the internet and Fox News and cable news, uh, we've become so polarized that we just use this nuclear option crap on everything, yeah. yep. and nothing gets done. So I, I mean, if if I had to guess what would end up what would end up coming about like this from this, because you know he's saying if it's not reached by February eighth, we'll take the issue right up after that. Well, um, so. I I honestly think that a lot of uh, mainstream Democrats, a lot of the uh, people in the in the media, are are kind of hoping that nothing happens and that Trump ends up deporting people because they can end up painting painting Trump in the light that that they want to of sure. the of the evil monster that's deporting people, which would be bad. I mean, I I agree that <coughs> deporting people is not the way to go, and I don't yep. think that that's right. But I think that they are wanting that to happen. Um, you know, we talk, uh, we, we don't talk about government being corrupt a lot on this show. We did last week. <laughs> we did a little bit last week, but it, um, we don't talk about it a lot. And that's because it, typically we cover local politics and, a, a large majority of the time, your local politicians and state politicians are genuinely there to try to help things as best as what they can. Um, however, that I mean, that's just because, uh, quite frankly, they don't get paid very much. And if they're there for the pay or to be corrupt, then uh, then uh, they have really you've chosen poorly. Yeah, you've not done a good job <laughs> of setting wrong, your goals. You picked the wrong. However, job. when we're talking about national politics, I think that uh, I think that both sides can be quite polarizing, quite corrupt, and I think that that's uh, that's their end game is to try to get Trump to start deporting people. There's an incredible lot of, uh, amount of money that flows through. The more uh, the more money that you allow them to spend the, the, as a government, the more influence they have, and the more corruptible they become. Yeah. If you have just you know, if you're just worried about potholes and a couple of uh, maybe some fire protection, all of a sudden the government's not all that popular. You know, <laughs> and you don't have the need. Seems kind of boring. I know. Yeah. That's that's our goal. But uh, so basically, talking about President Trump, uh, what I have on our document here. What is the latest? From President Trump, what's he's been saying? So uh, he didn't. Trump didn't really um, come public with anything. Um, he never. He never did any public appearances on Sunday. And uh, but we do know that he has refused to negotiate with any of the Democrat concerns about immigration. Um, Trump is definitely staying very firm in where he stands. He definitely still wants to keep his promise of building the border wall. Um, at, which will cost $18 billion um, to fund. And uh, he's also pushing Republicans in the Senate to uh, change the rules. Why do we need uh, 60 votes to pass legislation? And that, that's Trump's idea. Uh, he's, he's wanting them to invoke the nuclear option, which would uh, allow them to pass the long-term spending, spending bills with a narrow majority. That's what they used to, uh, to confirm Neil Gorsuch, the... Uh the new Supreme Court justice, the latest Supreme Court justice. The problem is, is that at some point you're not going to be in the majority anymore and you want to have a little bit of power on that side as well. Sure, absolutely. It's what, uh, it's what we've been saying for as libertarians for a long time that, um, you know, whenever Bush was president, the Republicans kept extending power, uh, because they were getting things that they wanted to be passed. You know, that the executive branch, you know, with a signature of a pen, Republican, uh, legislation can be, uh, put into law without going through any of the lengthy process. Whenever the Democrats decided that they were going to have Obama in office, um, they did the exact same thing. So they started ex expanding uh, executive branch power. Um, and now we have Trump in office. 
And I think that that scares a lot of people on the left and the right. So, yeah. <laughs> and now we're wondering why the heck does the executive branch have this much power? Well, we'll continue to monitor it. So, uh, on the state front, yes, the uh, the government's been been humming along okay. We're in the sort of session. We've been <laughs> we've been previewing it for a while, and it seems like darn near every issue coming out of the state house has been one of the libertarian issues that we've been talking about the last decade. We kind of previewed them. We talked about constitutional carry. We talked about uh, medical marijuana or the CBD oil stuff that's been going through. Uh, we've been talking about either carry out cold beer or Sunday <laughs> sales. I'm all for it. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> please. So I visited the state house on Tuesday. We talked about that. Uh, and based upon my visit and the negotiations I had, the house passed the Sunday sales bill. Now, we didn't ask nicely enough, so they're not going to let us have cold beer yet, Chase. Uh, oh, Maybe man. next year if we play our cards right. But we can buy warm beer so you're if saying the governor I signs need to start it. Selling oh. more ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to. We'll just to... have uh, all, of the, uh, all of the AC systems cranked up really high <laughs> in the store. That room temperature is going to be about 38 degrees. Well, the problem is when you do that, is the entire store has to be that. You can't have hey. a cold room. They don't say what room temperature is. But you can't That's have right. a special room, so you could have a, you could have a store where it's you know, thirty eight degrees. Will come up with something, and yep. then uh, you know the government will cut you off at the knees two years later and change the law, <laughs> right. and you're going to have a refrigerated store and staff wearing parkas. But theoretically, <laughs> you can do it. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the House passed an identical uh, measure to mm-hmm. what the Senate did. So it's going to go to Governor Holcomb's desk. He'll sign it, and then starting July first, which is a Sunday. You'd be able to buy your cold beer. That's awesome. Uh, my twenty first birthday um, was on a Sunday, uh, and I couldn't uh, like it just dawned on me. Uh, I can't even buy beer on my twenty first birthday. <laughs> you, went, you went to a bar. You did yeah, okay. I did go to a bar. I tried oh, to buy you a drink. I do recall that. I tried <laughs> yes. to buy you a drink. Your dad was, uh, and you said no. I'm hungover. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what yeah. comes along with that bill being passed? What are we losing, or what do we have to? Uh, what do we have to put up with? I don't think that they uh, they kept it pretty clean. There was talk that they were there were the, some of the alcohol groups are trying to include an additional dollar tax on beer carried out or those sorts of things. I don't think that happened, but we're we're trading off the uh, the deal was cut before it got to the House or the Senate, and basically they're 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 citing to protect each other, giving up just enough that we're okay. going to back off. Because I remember reading they were wanting. Um, Folks to go into the um, fake ID, yeah, um, they're special yeah, yeah. market. The ID thing, by the way, I had I just got my secure ID. That's another. I saw that you get somebody in charge, and it turns into a nightmare. In two thousand and five, they passed the secure secure ID deal, mm-hmm. and it's just now by I think twenty nineteen or twenty twenty as a Hoosier. If you don't get that stupid little gold star on your on your driver's license, you can't get it on an airplane. <laughs> oh, so you snap. have to you have yeah. to take. Your, I don't even know if mine has one. Look no, at your driver's license, doesn't. see if it's on there. But you've got to go. You've got to go bring your birth certificate, your social security card, and I think two pieces of mail that show that you're a resident. When did they start that? Uh, it, it? I got it. Yeah, you've got the gold star. All right. I don't even have my wallet. So yeah, you've got to have that on there, or else you've got to go. Uh, you got to go bring it in, and if you've been married or if you've had your name changed, you've got to bring documentation for every name change. So if somebody's on their third or fourth husband, they've got to go oh, find birth the gold star and uh, and death certificates if the guy's died or divorce decrees or remarriage certificates. You've got to bring all of those documents together. 
Thank you, government, for keeping us safe. Wow. Absolutely. So it's a, it's oppressive against women, really. The dudes are probably going to be more okay. Yeah, right. But, uh, yeah. So anyway, we've got that, uh, got that going on. Now, the, we uh, can only buy cold beer on Sunday. Or you can only buy beer on Sunday from the from the hours from eight or noon to eight p.m. Noon to eight, yes. Which almost sucks a lot because uh, I mean after midnight, like if you're still out partying, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're still then out. You gotta wait till noon. Yeah, yeah. you gotta go to church, sober up, <laughs> uh, yes. and then come back That's out. Why. That's what it is. It's a, it's it's hey, not it's a small with the step. Crowd. It's a small step. Baby that steps. Indiana has been. Indiana is the only state that worries about the temperature of beer. And yet on Sunday, you'll be able to buy cold cider, but you can't buy cold beer. Right. <laughs> because it's not – because it comes from a different part of the plant. I don't know. So, yeah, then the uh, the, the state house passed 100% today out the um, uh, CBD oil. Uh, everybody voted for that one. So that one's probably going to get uh, – going to make it through. Um, they took out the – a year ago, they passed it in a very limited form for epilepsy only, and it was going to be a state registry, and it was this onerous bill, and everybody just tipped their toe in the water. This time, they said, okay, if it's .03 or less THC, which is still a very negligible number, they're just going to let it be uncontrolled. So you're not going to have to worry about whether it's stored in a store. Oh. You're not going to have to have a license. Oh, my. <laughs> We're not going to barcode it and do all this crazy stuff. So uh, there's also we talked there's uh, there's industrial hemp that's been going through, which is a a legitimate crop for farmers. The state of Kentucky is all over it. Um, But I can tell you that from the the conversations I had with with some of the, you know, with Senator Lysing, she's still very concerned that the federal government is not approving of this. And she thinks we have a chance to lose federal funding because we have federal overlords. I think it's probably an argument I'd be willing to go out in front for. But uh, that's kind of a crappy excuse. In my opinion, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. Kentucky, Kentucky's doing it. They're getting out in front, and their uh, their ag community is going to benefit in a big way. Uh, we're we're talking about the CBD oil. So my um, Mandy Smith, watching on the live stream, just said that she just paid fifty dollars to get on the registry. Like, so what's going to happen with that money? Is that going to be refunded, or do we know? I mean, I I mean, I have no idea. I haven't read that much into it, to be honest with you. Yeah, the, the registry they were setting up too. That uh, that bill was passed, uh, and the CBD oil became available July July first. If you were on the registry, and the state didn't have the infrastructure to actually put people on the registry yet, so I doubt you're getting your money back. It's uh, that's, uh, that's it's a good question. One of those deals. Mandy's actually my cousin, oh, okay. and her daughter. Um, she suffers from seizures, and that's a big deal to her. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it, a very big, big deal. deal to Absolutely. A lot of people. So, and then the uh, I. Hopefully they they come to their senses and they you know actual medical marijuana and using other you know cannabis products is something that the the state house has the the house members not the senate but the house is recommended to goes to a summer study committee so that will come out hopefully with a positive result in two to three years from now we'll actually have medical cannabis available for cancer patients or anybody else that has a legitimate need I, for uh, it. I have some back pain. Do you? I do. What's well, a legitimate need? Well, that's that's the kind Ow. of thing they're going to study. That's the kind of thing they're going to study. You know, Cal- what, California. You know what I think we should classify the legitimate need as? I want it. <laughs> so, so California has uh, has an interesting uh, situation with that, where the if it's medical and you still have your medical card, they've also re- legalized recreational. Right. But if it's for medical reasons, it's not taxed. 
So if you have your card oh, and you go through the dispensary, mm, you don't pay taxes on it. That's brilliant. But if you just go and say, hey, I'm I'm a tourist and I want it, <laughs> then you pay the you know the twenty percent regulation fee. taxes. Yeah. So but I think that's awesome. We are the outliers in this stuff. Ohio has it. Michigan, I think Michigan's looking at uh, truly just legalizing. Vermont legal truly legalized it across the board this last this last week. It's coming. Yeah. Um, so it's it's one of those deals. It's, it's that, kind of one of those things where uh, Governor Holcomb in the state of the state said that twenty nine other states have uh, have done away with the sales tax whenever it comes to software. And he's like, and we really should catch up with that. Uh, I think Indiana has fallen behind on that front. I'm like, you know what else? Twenty nine other states have done. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get there. Speaking of pot, did you know Taco Bell had fries now? I did not. <laughs> I just found yeah. out. My mom just let me know that. <laughs> so. Your mom had an E. Fun fact of the day. There you go. Yeah. So the, the the larger theme, though, is that these are the issues that we've been talking about as libertarian candidates for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's literally dominated the General Assembly. So yeah. these personal freedom issues that, you know, the state's done a really good job of, of working on these uh, on the economic things and, and reducing taxes and regulation. And now we're finally getting out of people's personal lives. So it's a it's a big year and a lot to celebrate. Everything's not perfect. I think Jim Lucas has been working on the constitutional carry thing. There was a bit of a change. I still haven't. It's not passed yeah, yet. Not. But there's a uh, there were two competing bills, and I think Representative Wesco uh, he had a bill, and Lucas had a bill, and I think they wound up going with the version that Wesco had uh, because the police uh, when you file for your little pink card that you carry around for your carry for permit on your gun. There are fees collected with that, and those fees are paying for body armor and other things that the police departments are using. So we're licensing constitutional right, and we're taking those dollars, and we're filling a bucket with it saying, hey, we got a few million dollars that comes from this, this revenue every year that we give to police officers. So they're saying, well, we can't take that away from them. Well, okay, sure, they probably ought to have that, and we got to find a place to pay for it. Yeah. But I, I guess probably I never, not licensing I guess I never knew that that's where that money came from. Yeah, That's and some of it goes to the locals, and some of it goes to the state. Um, you know, but it's <laughs> baby steps, making improvements. So while you were at the state house, how many senators and how many representatives did you get signed up? I assume that you went with a clipboard that had a <laughs> list and dates so that you could sign everybody in there up to come on the show. I'm a bit of a networker. Uh, we extended the invitation to Tom Saunders to uh, to come on. Uh, so we will try to get Tom on at some point on the show. Uh, Senator Lysing will have on. I did see Mike Kreider again. We uh, we talked for a minute at the at the event, and he was uh, he said he had gone back and watched our YouTube videos. We appreciate that. Uh, talked to some of the PR guys. A friend of mine, Brett Judy. He uh, he's from Greenfield originally, and is the uh, deputy press secretary for the uh, Senate Republicans. Uh, there were a couple of post- pictures I posted, and I think from his Snapchat he posted one of a Jeremiah setting. It's me talking with our delegation and to, to Senator Lysing. Uh, we're going to try to get Brett on, and then uh, another fellow that works in the uh, in the press pool over there as well did a little hobnobbing and promotion of the Boss Hog Liberty podcast. So we've got we've got a lot of guests that are lined up that are, that are exciting and uh, plenty of opportunities. How did I get on here? What's going on? <laughs> uh, this was Dakota's week to book, and here you are. Slow week. <laughs> it was. It was. It was my. It was my. I tried to get you on a couple weeks ago. That's true. The last time that it was I my... had pneumonia <laughs> for six weeks. <laughs> yep, no, it was it's... the uh, the last time that I had uh, had a week to book. I tried to get Paul, and then uh, finally my week came up again, and I was like, yeah, first person I'm reaching out to. Yep. So next I week we, we do have uh, Mark Rutherford scheduled. He's the uh, uh, 
He serves on the Public Defenders Commission. He's an attorney. He's uh, been the vice chairman of the LNCC, the Libertarian National Congressional Committee or whatever. He's been the uh, chairman of the Libertarian Party of Indiana, and he's announced last week that he's going to be seeking the nomination of the Libertarian Party of Indiana for Secretary of State, which is the most important race for the Libertarians, where if he has at least 2%, we have ballot access for the next four that's years. That's our so, right. ballot access. If we get 10%, then we're actually included in the primary. That's right. The, the uh, You become a, a major party at that point. Uh, so Mark is a very qualified candidate. Looking forward to meeting with him. And then uh, the following week, Sean Rao agreed today. We're going to bring Sean Rao back. And that's we're gonna, right. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff, but I can Liberty guarantee Liberty Defender Sean Rao. That's that right. He is actually our number one re- downloaded episode. Still. Yeah. Still, and that was a long time ago. That was some time ago. So we're going to talk uh, Sunday Seals with him, and and probably a number of other things. So we are just about at the end of the uh, the end of the programming here. So this we is the are. time where we get to our final thoughts. Uh, Paul, is there anything we didn't cover that you wanted to get into? I think you guys covered more than I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. Uh, no, I, you know what? I will say one thing. The I've watched. Uh, Many of the podcasts, you know, like I said, I've been friends with your dad for years and your mom and uh, got to know you guys over the years. And I've watched a lot of podcasts. You guys don't see a tenth of this room. This room is amazing. (laughs) You guys really need to do a panorama. We need to do. Or maybe if you get enough GoFundMe money. You could get multiple cameras set up. Yeah, that's what we're thinking, like how uh, Bob and Tom does with. A camera on everybody. Absolutely. I have a question. Do you like the Beats cans? The Beats cans up there? Because Jeremiah doesn't like them. I think they're kind of cool. I think they're ha- I like them. I like everything in this room. Well, Jeremiah's in the minority. <laughs> I'm used to being Nuclear. in the minority. Nuclear option. Yeah. A lot of these, Paul, Especially are... Especially this Rick and Morty poster. I love yeah. that poster. My favorite. A lot of these are gifts from guests. You know, as, as candidates have been on the show, they come by and they leave, they leave signs or their campaigns leave materials up here. Well, I'll have to get you something uh, yeah. from Montgomery Steakhouse as well as my uh, voiceover company and PRCR. We company. will find some places in the room for it. Better believe it. Now, I did see you guys are down a uh, down some wall art at Montgomery's. There was somebody got a little uh-huh. close to the wall, and there was a there was a disaster. <laughs> there was a little breakage. Yeah, <laughs> it was Blood Platinum, and nobody drank that anyway. Yeah, nobody they stopped drinking that about three years ago. Oh, so man, I would have loved that sign. <laughs> well, the pieces are out back if you want to put them together. <laughs> get some super glue. <laughs> You got a full house, and you got you poor guys have to clean, up, like, uh, clean up glass. I can be like Kevin from the office trying to glue the turtle shell back together. <laughs> <laughs> so how do people uh, how do people follow you if they want to, if they want voiceover work if they want to come to Montgomery's and support you meet you get well, autographs what's the what, what's Montgomery the story? Steakhouse uh, you can go to Facebook look up Montgomery's Steakhouse two S's in the middle everybody always forgets that uh, I think it ends up sending you to uh, um, John Michael Montgomery Steakhouse. Uh, which is closed now. Has he played your place yet? Yes, Those he did. As a matter of fact, you've had some. I mean, some. Aaron yeah, we've Tippin, had uh, thirty-eight special, thirty-eight special. Um, John Michael Montgomery, Ty Herndon, Jamie O'Neill, Confederate Railroad. I would have loved uh, to be the Confederate Railroad. You guys oh, don't know gosh, who Confederate had, Railroad is, time. but that was a hell of a group. We fell again. Uh, I think we're still on. Just <laughs> but no, everything's. Uh, all those all those bands have been absolutely fantastic, and we have live entertainment every Saturday. Um, as a matter of fact, this Saturday, if you guys want to come out, we have uh, Waylon T, a Waylon local T. mainstay, Waylon T and the Honky Tonk Heroes. I like it. And the Honky Tonk Heroes. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. You told me that it's I should come mine, by and watch them, but I've never even heard of them, to how, be honest with you. How is that possible? Everybody has <laughs> seen know. Waylon at one point. 
Um, for me personally on my uh, voiceover business, it's BaselineVoiceOvers.com, B-A-S-S. Kind of like Bassline. I get that a lot. You Bassline? Uh, <laughs> no, it's BaselineVoiceOvers.com. Bass <laughs> Same thing on Facebook. Or just friend me on Facebook. It's Paul Fabric. All right. Go. Very good. Well, thank you very much for coming, hey, Paul. thanks, guys. I appreciate you having this me. Is, uh, this is an awesome, awesome time. Sports desk, final thoughts over there, Mr. Payton. Yeah, I uh, I saw a picture of you at the the state house. Yes, sir. You looked really good. Thank you. you. Looked very dapper. I try. And uh, uh, did he had on khaki slacks? They, he did. He, he looked good. nice. Was he wearing I like flannel? the jacket. No flannel. No, no, no flannel. No flannel. He had a jacket. I was, was told I had to wear flannel tonight, which is fine. It's the official because I don't uh, always wear just a black show. shirt and jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm down to my high school jacket at this point. It looked good. Wow. I'm, uh, I was impressed. I'm gonna have to get a new one here pretty soon. So it's good uh, for you, man. We're getting good for you. We're down I, about 43, 44 pounds right now. I also have a question because I haven't heard anything about this yet. Uh, do you know if Rob Rob Gronkowski is going to be back for the Super Bowl? Is he? Is he joined. Out? He joined practice this week. Okay, so he's uh, non-contact practice was the last. Okay, so. What do you think? He's yeah. going to play. You think All he's right. going to not play? Cool. Unless his stripper girlfriend gets him hurt or something, he'll probably play. <laughs> I so, don't even know what that means, but it was funny. Have you seen him on Shark Tank? <laughs> I have not. His brother was on Shark Tank one time. Really? Yeah. yeah. His brother's exactly what you think he is. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a bunch of them, too. They're, they're Buffalo kids, by the way. Yes, they are. I, I, I like Rob as a guy. He's fine. I, I, I think he's, he's entertaining. Really smart. But uh, yeah, he's an Arizona State party guy. But uh, as long as he wears that Patriots helmet, I'm not not on his side. Yeah. He yeah. plays the part. There's no doubt about yeah. it. He's the he's the knucklehead. All right, Chase. So uh, at Chase uh, Peyton on the Twitter on the Twitter machine. Yeah, I have like four followers at this point. I'm pretty yeah. famous. Chase is gonna start running our official Boss Hog Liberty Twitter too. Yes, All I right. saw a lot of people on Twitter I knew, and I was like, eh, I don't want to add. That. I don't want to follow. <laughs> I don't want to know those people. <laughs> the hell with them. I kind of, I kind of did the same thing of inviting people to like the Boss Hog Liberty Facebook page. I pretty much invited everybody, but there was a couple people from like high school or earlier <laughs> where I was like, I'm not sure I even want them to remember <laughs> that I exist. <laughs> yeah, if you're my Facebook friend, you get uh, that's your your. Your gift from me, as soon as you become my Facebook friend, you get uh, you get it's added. Your, it's your obligation. Yeah, you. We have a brand to grow, and we're gonna we're gonna definitely send you out for uh, <laughs> send you out for an invite instantaneously. <laughs> I don't care who you are. So All Dakota. Right. All fi- right, I have a couple things written down here for final thoughts. Yes, yesterday afternoon, after I uh, had a horrible blunder at the Henry County Council meeting. Uh, I did come home, ordered the Mevo camera. Um, so the Mevo camera is going to actually be here on Monday. We're going to try to get it set up, see if we can do it on Thursday for the live stream. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's going to add a lot of different features um, with the new high-speed Internet. It's going to stream some HD video out to uh, Facebook and also going to download um, a 4K HD that we can upload to YouTube, do all kinds of editing features. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I do want to make the apology to the people who donated to the GoFundMe page for me to go to the county council meeting because I failed you um, getting the horrible audio quality. I, I do apologize for that. I hope I made it up for the uh, interview I did with Mr. James Thurston, who uh, spoke on their behalf. Um, he gave a little synopsis of the speech that he gave. Uh, you can find that on the Boss Hog of Liberty Facebook page or on the YouTube channel. 
And at the very end, there's a link to our interview with United States Senate candidate um, Andrew Horning. And then finally, one of the things I wanted to talk about was that Henry County has got over 60,000 residents. So 60,000 people live in our county. 50,000. I think it's 50,000, uh, if we count the prison population. I looked it up today, and it said that there was like 60,500. Okay. I will believe you. Okay. Well. What happened? Whatever. <laughs> 50 to 60,000 people live in Henry County. Um, there was like 45, 50 people at the county council meeting yesterday. Um, the same goes for the uh, the city council meetings. Um it's a small room. There's not a lot of people that, that attend. Um, but these are the people who have a direct effect over your lives if you live within the county or the city. Um, they're the people who are making laws. Um, they're making uh, ordinances. Um, they're also spending your tax dollars. They're allocating funds. Um, I... I said uh, at the beginning of the show before we actually started the podcast that uh, one of the biggest things for the show, one of the biggest goals is to try to get people more involved in local government, trying to get people to pay more attention to how things are ran, not just in Newcastle or Henry County, but just statewide, just to get people to start paying attention to to what is going on. Um, And I I just want to make that plea – just get involved somewhere. Uh, just if if anything else, just pay attention, attend a meeting uh, now and then. Um, look up who is your uh, your district um, representative, your uh, your ward representative on city council. Uh, look those things up. Get to know the people. Um, social media is a great tool. You can look them up on Facebook. I'm sure a lot of them have Twitter. Um, follow those people. Pay attention to what they're doing because uh, it's it's impacting your life. Um, that's all I got. Well, very good, Dakota. Uh, fun, fun little thing going away for me. Tony Katz is a, uh, a WIBC Indianapolis. He, the poor guy, he has to work about six hours a day doing doing radio. He's got a three hour <laughs> stint, and then he does two or three more hours midday. They just I mean, they don't hire hosts, so they just make Tony go and go and go. <laughs> so I woke up the other morning, and he was talking about this. Am- we've talked about this Amazon uh, HQ two or whatever possibility. And oh yeah, he was, he did a Facebook live video at like six in the morning. I'm just barely waking up, and they're they're talking about it. So I've made some comment days ago, and I said, please don't sell out five billion dollars in in giveaways to get fifty thousand jobs or whatever. And I you know I let it go. He just he didn't talk about it. Didn't matter. It went by. Last night, some lady comments on me (laughs) out of Indianapolis. I have no idea who she is. Cindy Downs. And she says, says the man with a good job, we have a family to feed too, right? So for the first time in my life, I've been employment shamed on Facebook for having a job and having an opinion. I've been employment shamed. My belief is that Amazon has already made their decision. They just wanted to see more global. And it's given every city, all 20 cities that they announced. It's a boost to their portfolio. They can oh, say, yeah. hey, Amazon was looking at us. And I mean, if that's the had, worst thing that comes out of it, that's awesome. We've had I mean, we got, a, we got Ikea. Yeah. We have had legislation <laughs> introduced uh, during this short session they're, to try to get people to. They're talking about trying to uh, delete an embargo or a, uh, a light rail, basically, was prohibited right now. They're talking about possibly taking that away so that they can make themselves more friendly to Amazon. And 
like <laughs> they're talking about trying to pass a hate crime bill, even though we don't all crimes are hate crimes. They're talking about doing a hate crime bill in Indiana just to make us more uh, more tolerant. All crimes are hate crimes. <laughs> talking about bathrooms. No, no, this is hate crime. So oh. this would be you know if you you know if you beat up somebody What's that falls into a box. <laughs> I hate you. I want to beat you up. You know it's. I I hate Chase because he's you know he's too Grr. tall or Dakota because he's got that beard or he's defigured because of his what his great beard his Dan Webb his Dan Webb scar believe it or not I remember this beard when it was just a little chin strap yeah. Yeah. I did I used to have a chin strap and then uh, one of my camp counselors was like you got the chin strap where's the helmet <laughs> well, that was stupid Dakota's been on Facebook so long that uh, when I go back uh, we'll you know in the We Are Libertarians group we have the private chat that's always running and it's just it, it there's four years worth of bull bull crap that goes on in there. And we'll pick on each other. So we'll go back and look at old pictures or we'll like a picture of Chase from three years ago or four years ago or whatever. Well, when I go back in time on somebody that's Dakota's age, they're their middle school pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a weird code. Right. I still did it. I still took the pictures and, and screwed around with them. Fun of me. Yeah, I did. But then it, it, you start to almost feel like when they go back on a picture of you, it was fifty pounds ago. It, yeah, right? I, there, yeah. There's, there's exactly. Yeah, we've had this little curve. In about 2010, I was about this For size, me, and then I this got bigger been again. A little more brown, a little <laughs> less white. Yeah, I saw a picture of you. I think you were on a cruise or something yesterday. Yeah. I was digging the glasses you had. The you glasses looked like I a had? guy from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> do I look like uh, look like Neo, or do I look like Mr. Smith? Is it Mr. Smith? I think it's it, Mr. Smith. It's been a Mr. minute. Smith. You look like a Neo. Yeah. Or right. Neil or Neo. Neo. Keanu okay. Reeves. Yeah. I will take I know that all day long. Just, Not yeah. Lawrence yeah, you Fishburne. Yeah, like him. Lawrence, yeah. Wasn't Lawrence Fishburne? No. <laughs> do you know who Lawrence Fishburne is? <laughs> he doesn't know who no, Lawrence Fishburne no, is. No, <laughs> who that is. He's the... Uh, He's the black guy. Careful. Hey, <laughs> okay. hey, he's crime. the guy hey, in charge. He's, exactly. he's the guy with all the pills. He's the yeah. Do you want the, yes. the blue pill okay. or the red pill? Yeah. All right. That's Which one would you right. have taken? The red or the blue? The red. You don't go for the ride. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to enjoy myself. All, all right. I'm saying is the world they wake up in is all machines. It just look. He's Morpheus. Awful. He plays Morpheus in there. So anyway, all right. There we, go. we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, look us up on the uh, on the Facebook. Give us a like. Give us a share. YouTube, I think we're at like 90 subscribers right now. Once we get to 100, I swear we're going to print business cards and I'm going to be an official person. So when I go to the state house and say, hey, look us up on here. Yep. I'm Jeremiah. We have the fridge magnets. I, we got, I, I, passed, <laughs> I passed out a I handful have two of those. on my fridge. I'm stealing these, by the, the way. Those are for the there guests, absolutely. Oh. Those, all of them? That's, no, they're for you. They're, these they're take, you can take what well, you I, I wouldn't take them all. That's the whole supply. No, I just take this one. You know, take, take four or five. I mean, if they go up you to Montgomery to, Steakhouse, yeah. they'll be they'll be good advertising for the whole darn world. <laughs> There's there a, one you can there. take multiple of the ones in the little box there too. All right. So at Jeremiah Moral, if you want to hit me up, please help us out with the studio if you can. And I got the little trial balloon I launched earlier today. So if you're uh, if you're interested in that, give me a DM and we can talk about the uh, possibilities of a county council run. We'll see you all next week with uh, Mister Mark Rutherford. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at wearelibertarians.com.